Hello there, it's Glenn here. And we're going to give Mel from Central Coast a call. We're having a chat to her about her experiences on the dating app Tinder. The good, the bad and the unfortunate. Let's give this number a call now. Hey, Glenn. Hey, Mel. Hey, how are you? Good, good, good. So um, it, it's Melinda, Melanie, Melissa, Melody. Mm-hmm. We'll just call you Mel for short, yeah? Yeah. Yep. It's, so it's Melinda. Okay. Yep. All right. We didn't – I can bleep that bit out if you don't want people to know who yeah, you are exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's good to have you on the show. And I have to admit this is the first hey. time I'm a podcast host. Okay, so be gentle with me. Well, this right. is the first time that I'm a podcast guest. Oh, ooh, so we're both virgins then. That's right. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> so give me some background information on you, um, mm-hmm. your age. I know a lady should ne- Yeah, I know a lady should never tell their age, but, you know, it's on your Tinder profile, isn't it? It's on my profile, yeah, 45. Yeah. It's out there. Early, early to mid-40, 45. Yeah, yeah. So 1975? Yes, that's right. Yeah, the 70s were a good decade, weren't they? <laughs> they were, <laughs> clearly. Yes. And when did you sign up for Tinder? How long ago? Um, three and a half months ago, nearly four months ago. Okay, okay. And mm. how many likes have you had? Likes? I don't know. You, you couldn't that's... possibly know that because it was immediate. Like as soon as you signed up, did it start going like, Ding, ding, ding. There was likes. Yeah. In. Straight, straight away. Yeah. So yeah. I never really kept track of likes. No. But I'll give you yeah, a little tip. A I'll give you a little tip. I know a female who signed up and I watched her do it. And within 15 minutes, she, she had over 99 likes. Yeah. In the first I think 15 it's just minutes. All, <laughs> I'm not surprised at all. <laughs> I think the, easy, the night that I signed up, I. Probably got messaged by ten to fifteen guys, and yep. I just went, "What is happening? I don't even know what's happening." Yeah, and yeah, it was crazy. Guys don't get that, like that. Whoever really? was messaging you, and you were messaging them back, they you were probably one of either the only person who's messaged them, or one of only a few. Wow. Yeah, <clears throat> um, yeah. And it, I guess there's probably more guys than there are women on Tinder. But also, men are more yeah. prolific in liking. They'll they'll like anything. It's just like swipe right, swipe right, swipe right. Um, it's, a, it's a numbers game. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. It I is for that. the guys. Um, yeah. So when when you're on Tinder, what are you looking for? What parameters? So initially, what's the age bracket you're looking at? For me personally, forty three to fifty one, fifty two. Yep. Roughly. Yep. And but generally go for the older older guys than yep. younger than me. Right, yep. yep. Mm. Now and then you get a bit bored and you go, let me just have a little look. What's – Yeah. Yeah. Uh, everyone lot, does. Often. Yeah. Just, just <laughs> yeah. for shits yeah. and giggles, really. And just, You know, sitting in the waiting, – waiting for a doctor's appointment, just have a little swipe on Tinder, waiting for a coffee, have a little swipe on Tinder all the time. Yeah. yeah. You're a bit of a prolific mm. swiper then. Right. I am. Um, yeah. So – what about kilometres? What do you set? What's your radius? Yeah, radius. Probably, I, I would say 45-minute drive top. Yep. Which is Sydney. For me, it's Sydney or Newcastle would, okay. would be about 
yeah. How many how many kilometres does that equate to? About fifty. Probably yeah, forty to fifty k's. Right. Yeah. And mm. and do you sometimes just go? I'm going to look a little bit outside of those, or you just you have plenty to choose from. Yeah, there's enough in that radius. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Even to go a bit closer to home as well. So that yeah. would be the preference, obviously. But um, yeah. Do, do you ever rein it right in and go? Let me have a look. What's within the you know five or six kilometres first up? I've gone maybe ten k. Yep. Within ten, yeah, yeah. And then you kind of exhaust those ones, and you then you stretch it out a bit, put the radar a, a bit further out. Yeah, that's yeah. what I, that's what it really I do as well. Yeah, yeah, it's close yeah, at it home. Really, yeah, yeah, close at home. It really narrows the range down, and you know, if you if you're doing a bit of prolific swiping, you you run out of options very quickly. Yeah, so you go, oh, go back up to thirty k. Yeah, yeah. But if you keep it, so really, I leave it set. Yeah, if you keep it really restricted, though, that also saves a lot of money in petrol as well. <laughs> true, true. But so, yeah. guys usually come to me first, so I haven't had to travel very far at yep. this point in time. <laughs> that's that's true. Yep. Which, yeah, I understand. I would have to do that though. But for now, it's um, most are happy to come to where I'm located. Yeah. Mm. And who are you liking? Like, what's your what's your manly type within that kilometer radius and between forty three and fifty two? Yeah. What? Who's getting the swipe right from Mel? Who's getting the swipe? They have to have a profile, so they have to have at least a couple of photos of themselves, yep. and not of themselves holding a fish or on a jet ski or something like that. Sunglasses, lovely, but no sunglasses. Sunglasses, yeah. Sunnies and a hat, tricky. So there's going to be a couple of photos that give me a bit of an idea of this is what you look like. Um, profile information that they've actually taken the time to fill out some information either about themselves or what they're looking for. If there's a bit of a joke, bit of a bit of humour, I'll swipe because yeah, it gets my gets my interest. Um, but yeah, if there's one photo, nothing about them, I'm no, I swipe yeah. left. So, yeah. And now let's say there are lots of photos and let's say there is inf- information there and you've looked through what gets the instant swipe left from you? Hmm. What turns you off? So the instant, what turns me off would be someone with a very extensive list of hobbies because I don't believe them. I think it's so that <laughs> <I just, laughs> they don't have that I, much time in their lives. That's exactly right. Between work, children, life, and at least one or two hobbies. Yeah, I I just think you know in the gym and everything. I, I just think no, no one's spending all their time doing that. I don't think so. Mm. So, yeah, hobbies. Anyone who's into um, – anyone who might mention body type, so if they're looking for, you know, you must be – if they're putting a list of criteria out that they're looking for, yep. you must be fit, active, healthy, uh, whatever, whatever. No, doesn't I'm, – I'm not usually oh, – because I'll start checking myself off that checklist going, yep. you know what, you're not going to like me. Bing, go, go on. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I, I've found women don't really do that, except there's a lot that will go. I need you to be like over six foot, mm. but they 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 generally tend to be tall women. Like we're talking like five right. ten, five eleven, and I uh, I don't know. It, you know that's their personal preference. That's fine. Um, yeah, it's a bit heightest. <laughs> 
Yeah, tightest, <laughs> isn't it? Yeah. But I think we, when you <laughs> it, it must be important because it's not important to me. I'm not that tall. Yep. So for me, it's like I, I'm not really concerned with how tall you are. But for I can imagine for a tall woman, it is a, it's a very important factor, and it could be a deal breaker. Yeah. Um. So and that's that's what gets me on the profile. If somebody's take if somebody says you must be fit and active. Yep. Then it's a deal breaker for them, as far as I'm concerned. So. Yeah, I, I just sort of judge on. Well, if that's what you, if that's the most important thing that you can put on your profile, then then they're it, a very shallow a person. Uh, they're, but they're not yeah. asking for height. Have any of them been specific about height? Um, only one person has actually, because they were. I can't remember if they were short or tall. I think they were quite tall, and they asked me how tall I was. Okay, but maybe yeah, I just remember. I remember that. But no, generally on profiles, men are not asking for height. Yep. Sometimes they ask for curves. You know, if you're curvy, that's a plus. Yep. Which fascinates me. But yeah, most of the time it's not about physical appearance. It's usually things like no drama, no baggage, um, have your shit together, that sort of thing. No psychos. I've <laughs> oh, that a few hang, times. Hang on, a guy's asking for that, no psychos. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, and I just I instantly just go, Oh you poor man, what have you been through? <laughs> I ask, what have you been through and did you deserve it? That's all <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. Um Possibly. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't I don't think mm-hmm. women haven't generally asked for no psychos that I've seen. They th- there is the I don't want any drama and that that's fine. Yep. But um I mean generally speaking, as I've said to you before, um Women, uh, you, you, if you're a guy on Tinder and you do get a match and you get to meet a woman in person, they're, they're going to be good. I mean, um, they're going to be fine as in they'll have their shit together and they're quite normal. Whereas yeah. as a woman, and we'll get we'll get to this soon, it's a whole other different story. Mm. <laughs> yep. So how many uh, matches yeah. have you had? Roughly speaking, how many matches that... Oh. Uh, a lot uh, over in that time over fifty heaps. Yep. And have you ever matched with anyone and then not had a conversation with them? Yes. Are you waiting for them to go first, or what? Or do, are you looking at their profile again and going, mm, you know what? I'm not really keen. Yeah, sometimes I think if I'm if I'm interested in chatting with new people. Because sometimes it depends on what what I'm doing on Tinder at the time. If I'm just, you know, spending five minutes swiping through, I'm probably not going to initiate conversation because I'm not in the headspace of having a conversation. But if it's, you know, I'm having a wine, I'm thinking, oh, I might just chat to some people on Tinder or whatever, then I will initiate a conversation. Yeah, um, yeah it's a 50-50. Sometimes I do, sometimes I wait. Yeah. And... With the online chats, you've got about 50 of them, or sorry, you've got matches about, let's just say it's 50. What's a percentage of those that have progressed to a fair bit of banter back and forth? Yeah, good banter. Pro- oh, not that many, not that many. Good good banter is, is I spot it instantly, very, very quickly. Um, if it's a bit of a, hey, 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 going good. 
and that's taken three days to get to that point. Yep. There's no conversation, obviously, so that 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 just progress doesn't progress anywhere. But if if there's an instant um, question or a bit of a joke or something completely left field, it yeah, instantly has my attention. Mm. And so some guys will actually just like give one word answers. Yeah. Right. And they've they've already they've already passed all these other checkpoints. So there's a few photos, there's there's a profile yeah. filled out, all those things and then <laughs> then they fail at that point. And then there's yes, then there's absolutely zero conversation, zero interest in asking a question or um yeah, initiating any conversation whatsoever. And I yeah, I do wonder, hmm. What are you actually doing on here? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because you know. they probably haven't got that many other conversations happening, so they could mm. be spending more time uh, making an effort. Uh, yeah. Have there been that have – And – Yep. Oh, sometimes it can take a few days as well. So I've, there's no sort of expectation that it's an instant conversation then and there when I'm, you know, having my wine and I'm ready to have a chat. Mm. It might take a few days for, for it actually to – develop in you know people are busy but then there might come a time when we're both online at the same time and then the banter sort of happens so I, I would say I don't know it's a good uh, you asked me a question on how many I'd probably mm. say like 20 percent 25 percent yep yeah so and there's there's a few chats yep have any been too keen like have they we've all got our own lives and we've got mm. work and family and all that sort of stuff, have there been any that have been too keen and you've been away for 12 hours, 24 hours, and they've, like, messaged you a lot? Yeah, a couple, yes. And? A couple, yeah. Have have they been, have they looked good before that point? Have you gone, oh, oh I really I... like them, and then you're kind of like, look, you're letting the team down here. <laughs> I guess it's the... For me, my approach is um, blank slate, open, you know, everyone's got an equal opportunity based on if I'm prepared to message, then I'll get to know you. But, yeah, if they start sending too many messages or it's getting a bit too familiar or too friendly or too complimentary when we've barely had a conversation, I, my, my warning signs go up and I think, hmm, what is this all based on? Is it just the fact that I'm a woman and we've matched and you're excited about that or is there something, because <laughs> you know, there's nothing else to go on sort of thing? Yeah. So probably, that makes me, that, that puts me off. Yeah, it makes mm. me wonder what's going on in their head, how far this, I'm going to say relationship, this relationship has progressed in their head and the, the way they think. I don't know, yeah. yeah. I said, and uh, the reason why I say that is because I've actually, I've spoken, you know, you are the first, you are my first um, podcast. Um, there haven't been any others, I swear. But it, just talking to, to other ladies, uh, mm. it, I'm, I'm hearing the same sort of things and the women are finding the same kind of behaviours from mm. the majority of uh, male Tinder users. And the ones that that try too hard, like they're messaging you and you're not there and you come back, have some of them tried to use like emotional blackmail to go, you know, they put on the sads like, oh, who else are you talking to? Have you ever had any of that? Oh, you know what? Not really. Not really. I, to, for me, I find it's the opposite often. 
Mm. And I'm talking purely messaging, um, text, chat, when you're at that initial stage. Often... um, Often they're very confident or or aloof. I don't get the, but that would be off putting to me. So I probably wouldn't continue a conversation if I started seeing that kind of behaviour anyway. Yep. But yeah, mostly it's very confident. Um, Could you even say too confident in some cases? They really try and take control of the situation and, and start to say, oh, you know, you shouldn't do that. You should be chatting to me. I'd find Sometimes. that I'd find that really off-putting. Um, yeah, it's a little bit cheeky. It's a bit cheeky. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's only well, you know, there's probably only same. It can probably be funny the first time, but if that's the sort of person that they're going to be in real life, you're like, oh, it's too much effort. Yeah, yeah. high maintenance, You've, high maintenance person. Yeah. And <laughs> he needs attention. And the, mm. the ones that you're seeing progress that way, you kind of like. Oh, I don't like where this is going. Ghosting. Do you like? Do you just cut off contact or do you unmatch mm. or you just disappear? What happens? Or do you tell them, like, you know, yeah. pull it back a notch? Um, to, mm, often I will unmatch or, or ghost. I've got to be honest. I, mm. Yeah. Oh, there's or no, it just ends. Yeah. yeah, there's no shame. In, I mean, people can complain. Mm. Oh, I've been ghosted, but everybody does it. Even the people complaining yeah. that it's been done to them, they've done it to other people. And it's yeah. just, it's just you know, you don't have to, not every connection has to become a ongoing relationship of some description. Yes, exactly. And I, sort of, I feel that sometimes when you are chatting with someone online, you don't necessarily need to explain to them, well, this is going nowhere. Thanks anyway. Good luck in your search. I, I just, I feel uncomfortable doing that because for me that's a little bit confrontational. It might be a little bit, um, I don't know. I, I just think it's pretty. It's implied. If I'm if I'm talking to you, I'm interested. If I'm not talking to you, I'm not interested. Yeah, but we all know that. Yeah. and that's the that's the nature of online dating, really. And you is don't. That it is it? You know, yeah, the yeah. convenience of it. I mean, you don't owe them anything. You just there's plenty of other fish in the sea, as they say. Uh, yeah. How many of these um, ongoing convers- like chat conversations have progressed to being a telephone conversation? Yeah, telephone conversation. Probably I'm fairly selective. Um, let me think how to how to. <laughs> you'd be, you'd be really, you'd be rough with the figures. <laughs> you can make it up as you go along. Uh, probably uh, half of them. No, not even half. Twenty uh, percent would would go would progress to a phone conversation. Yep. And I think when I am messaging with people, that's my only goal: is would I actually want to talk to this person on the phone? Yes mm-hmm. or no. That's really what I'm what I'm looking for. At that point, yeah. And that next and that, step, yeah. it, does their voice come into play? You Have you ever mm-hmm. had a conversation with somebody and they're like, you know, a little bit like this or they've got some, they've got a voice, you go, you kind of go, I don't want to listen to that for the rest of my life. Yeah. Or even yeah. for the next few yeah. weeks. Yes, that has happened, yeah. <laughs> and Which is terrible, but it's happened, oh, yeah. It's, yeah, but that's life. You know, we, we have certain tastes when it comes to food and it's the same with people. 
and if you, you yeah. find yourself feeling an allergic reaction to, you know, <laughs> how they sound on the phone, then you, you don't really want to yeah. hang out with them. Now You don't want to. It's tone of voice, it's language, it's the words they're using and how they construct sentences. Yeah, it, well, it all comes into play. It reveals a lot. What about yeah. swearing? Have you had any that have been on the phone that have just dropped the F-bomb here and there? Uh, yeah, a couple, a couple. Were they? Did they use it in the right places, though, or did it just pepper throughout where you're like, you don't need to use two Fs in one sentence? <laughs> uh, it hasn't been that bad, but um, usually in a, in a joke, in a joking context, yeah, yeah. There'll, yeah. There'll be a, which is fine with me. I'm okay with that. That would be but, all right, yeah, to... to um, emphasise a point or something. Oh, I haven't had this yeah. – oh, I don't think I'll probably ever have this experience with females because females tend to be better, um, more eloquent with their words. But I worked with a guy that would l- at least have two swear words in every sentence. Wow. He just yeah. – and well, it was just part of his – part of his vocabulary. It was yeah. strange. Yeah. It is. And, and I – I, again, you, you come to a conclusion, you can form a judgment on that and, and you think, well, where, what sort of conversations are happening around your dinner table and, you know, around your kids? And it just leads into, oh, I don't know. I'm a, I'm a professional person. So, yeah, swearing, does, you know, I don't swear in general conversation. Yeah. So when I hear it every second word, I just think, oh. It would be embarrassing to have somebody like that introduced mm. to your family and you just scared what the next word's going to be coming out of their mouth. Yeah, potentially. Now, potentially. you had somebody, You had, there was somebody you got to have a telephone conversation with um, that didn't progress yes. to meeting up. Um, tell, us no. about, tell us about that situation. <laughs> that was the first conversation that I'd had. Ever? Uh, like since I started, yeah, ever. Yeah. Um, so started on, started online dating. He was the first person I'd actually given my phone number to. So it was quite it was a big step for me, and I felt that I had been quite selective on. Yes, I feel comfortable giving this person my number. Or I weighed up all the risks and um, thought, yep, I'll, I'll have a conversation with this person. Yeah, and it didn't go anywhere near the way I thought it might. <laughs> Because didn't what happened initially? They didn't get in contact with you for a while, and then they suddenly did. What? Well, it was quite late on a might have been a Monday night or a Tuesday night, and I was up late texting when I shouldn't have been. I should have been asleep, but I get I decided. Yep, yeah, here's my number. Expecting you know, give me a call through the week. He actually rang immediately. Oh, it was, immediately! It was almost yeah, it was sort of eleven o'clock at night, and I just went. <gasps> I'm not talking now. So I just said, well, let's call me through the week. It's fine. I'm going to bed. Um, so a couple of nights later, I did get a phone call um, and I was very excited because, yeah, at this first phone call, I was like, oh, this is, this is all very new and exciting and this will be fun. Um, so I knew he was going to ring me and it was Thursday. So it was a couple of nights later that he that he did call. Yep. Um, yeah. And... <laughs> So the conversation, I asked how he was and, and how his day was, and he, he said, oh, it wasn't really that good. I haven't really had a very good day. And I said, oh, that's, that's a shame. You know, maybe something happened to him. I thought, I just asked. I said, is everything all right? And he said, no, everything's not okay. And I thought, oh, no, what's happened to this man? Maybe he's been made redundant today or 
crashed his car or something's happened. Um, anyway, long I, I can really delve into the details here, but I'll try and keep it pretty pretty short. He um, oh, there was a bleep then. Sorry, was, no, that's could have been me, could have been you. I'm not sure. We're on WhatsApp. We're on WhatsApp. So yeah, WhatsApp. that was one. Of, that was one of my mates messaging me on WhatsApp. Messaging. Uh, oh, funny. Okay. Um, do you want me to start the story over again? No, no, no. I can probably edit okay. it. Okay. No, we haven't lost track of it. Just just quick recap. Yep. He rang you on the Thursday during the day? So, yep. What time? It was in the evening after yep. work. Yep. So he gave me a call on the Thursday after work. Um, I knew he was going to ring, so I was, you know, excited to talk to him and a um, few things I wanted to know about him that I was keen to ask. So, um, yeah, I, I asked him how his day was and he said it wasn't that good and um, I said, oh, is everything okay? He said, no, everything's not really okay. Um, obviously, I wasn't expecting that response from person potentially I might date in the future, mm. but I went along with it and I said, oh, like, what's happened? Is he, something, something bad's happened? Maybe he's crashed his car or lost his job or something like that. Um, anyway, he, he told me that he was on his way, um, to the police station because he had an incident with his ex-partner who had made some accusations against him. Mm. And yeah, and I just went, hmm, this is, this is the very initial conversation. He hadn't even asked me how I was, how my day was. We just launched straight into this tale. And I instantly thought, this is catfish. Uh, he's catfishing me. This is actually happening. First ever phone call and I'm being catfished. Um, you what, so you thought, thought he was going to be asking for money or something, bail money? I thought, yeah, I thought, oh, this is an interesting twist. Like, what would he need money for? And then I thought, maybe he just wants a lift somewhere. <laughs> like, maybe he's just desperate for a ride. <laughs> so I, I just went along with it. I had all these thoughts racing through my head. Um, but I, yeah, I just kept my cool and I thought, mm, let's just see where this goes. But, um, yeah, he was on his way to the police station. He um, told me that he had breached an AVO and that his ex was making accusations against him. And because she'd made a complaint, he really did have to go and hand himself in. Um, but his request to me was, can I keep in touch? Because I'm not sure if they're going to let me out. <laughs> And I'd really like to keep in touch with you. Um, and I'm just ringing to let you know this because, you know, I think you're really nice. And, yeah. You it felt was that the, you had a was, connection. Yeah, there was a connection. Yeah. And he wanted um, he wanted my last name as well, which I obviously didn't give him because, my, you know, catfish alarm bells were going off. So it was a very odd, very bizarre conversation. Um, and I... A friend of mine said, "Oh, just block him." And I thought, "No, I want to see if he comes back to me asking for money. Like, is it?" I wasn't sure where it might go. So, after that conversation, though, um, he did text me a couple of times again asking for my last name, and um, I didn't respond, and I never heard from him again. Right. So, I guess he'd need that last name if he was going to contact you from the prison cell. From inside, yeah. yeah. It was just really bizarre. I, I couldn't pin together where it was going, you know, whether it was a bit of a 
fishing expedition for money or a lift or I honestly don't know or whether there was, you know, screws loose. I really don't know. Yeah, I think if your life's falling apart like that, um, yeah. don't, don't be looking for a relationship or being on Tinder. Yeah. On, yeah, exactly. Don't be putting yourself out there and dragging people into that world. I mean, aside from the, the trip to the police station, there's an ex making accusations. There is an, an ABO in place. place. Yeah, you've got all sorts of drama going on. So, yeah, that was, yeah, <laughs> that was not a very successful conversation. And I went, right, online dating, here we go. <laughs> Surely it can only go upwards from here. <laughs> Or is this it? <laughs> uh, <laughs> and progressing from that, how many have you? How many guys have you met up for coffee or such? How many have progressed into actual face to face meetings? Face to face. Yeah. From there, I've actually met um, six people in face to face. Yeah. For coffee dates. And hmm. what was it? from the online chat, all that telephone conversations that you've had with some of the guys, I presume, that earmarks them as a prospective offline face-to-face candidate? Yeah. So it's got to be – it's the conversation, how, how well the conversation flows, not necessarily how long we're on the phone for, but just that we can, we can actually have a conversation easily. Um, we can have a joke easily that I feel comfortable, they might ask me some questions about myself, that they're actually taking time to get to know me. Um, that's always a good sign. Um, again, the tone of voice, the language they're using, the, the way they put their sentences together. If I, if I get a good feeling about that, maybe a second phone conversation. Yep. And then, and then I would meet, you know, if, if they wanted to meet, I would, possibly meet right if there were no red flags yeah. it's the red flag check yeah <laughs> thankfully you're not one of those women to see a box of red flags and go oh, i'm going to take them all i'm going to take them all um and how well have any any of these six gone like was tell us some bad ones oh like, man yeah it's it's such a it's been a, a mixed experience of um Friendly chats and and somebody you know people I would potentially have coffee with again. Um, there's been a couple of quite romantic dinners. Um, there's been a walk in the rain that ended in a awkward pash moment. <laughs> completely inappropriate. <laughs> Is this the guy that went in for the kiss completely unannounced? That's right. Yeah, it was yeah. in the rain. Completely unexpected. I didn't. I didn't was, know that bit. I thought it, it was in the rain. Right, I thought you were like at a coffee table, you know, you were at a cafe and you talked for an hour and then you just leapt across the – which would have been terrible in itself. But, would, yeah. But now, now I have more information. He probably thought it well, was the most romantic thing on the planet. It I was, was in the say, rain. Yeah, it does sound romantic, like walking in the rain and he grabbed me and he kissed me. No, no. No, no. It was the opposite of that. It yep. was completely inappropriate and – ill-timed and just what are you doing? No. Right. No. I'm going to – I just got to make a note of this because if it was – what was in my mind, I'm like, oh, I'd never do that. But when it when it's like in the right – I'm going just going to write this on my chalkboard. I'm going to – don't kiss even if it seems to be romantic. 
There we go. I've written that down on my chalkboard. I've got something out of this conversation. So there's, there's a gem of oh. wisdom. Um, yeah. Wow. I think that there's, there's signals as well. There's, yep. there's, surely there's, you know, there's body language and, and signals and even the way the conversation has been flowing, you know, if there's a bit of flirtation and, you know, your body language is all matching up maybe if there's a moment, seize it. Yeah. But the weird thing was that this, that none of that had happened. There was no banter. It was, um, it was like, it was almost like a, somebody I might have gone out to a business meeting with. Yeah. Just going, yep. oh, well, lovely to meet you. And then kissing me on the lips. Like it was just way, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> what is that? <laughs> and, um, and that was actually the first, the first kiss that I'd had with um, my online dating experience. Since, you know, splitting from my ex. That was my first kiss. And I kind of felt relieved. I thought, well, there we go. That, that's out of the way now. It can't possibly be any worse than that. <laughs> You're ever the optimist. It's, it can only get better from yeah. here. Was that the first face-to-face date that you had, though? Or were there other ones before that? that? Was, it was early. So probably, that was probably the second, maybe right. the second or third face-to-face meeting. And, yeah. and he hadn't flirted before then. No. no. Well, 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 you know, no. I'll, I'll give him, I'll, I'll mark up, you know, <laughs> one point for the dude who got a bit too excited at the end of the date. Yeah. Um, so with the flirting part side of things, so you've had you've had six offline dates, and at least two of them mm-hmm. were like progressed to some kind of romance, like I guess lunch or dinner or something. Um, mm-hmm. And they, they all did all of them revolve around like meeting up for coffee for the first time. Was there coffee? Was there caffeine involved? Caffeine, yeah, caffeine or alcohol. So okay. A couple were, yeah. One was a wine, a wine date, Sunday afternoon wine, which was nice. That was fine. One was um, mostly coffee. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with coffee. One was straight out to dinner, romance. I suggested coffee, and this person said no, no, I'm taking that for dinner. Um, which made me uneasy because I, I I prefer to go and have a coffee, keep it really low key. You know, can we can we have a conversation, a quick meeting, um, and then maybe dinner or maybe lunch? But yeah, he he just wanted dinner straight up, and I went, mm. you know what? I'm just going to go with it. This is all new to me. It's all new experiences. Um, but I was never 100 percent comfortable with that. Right, coffee is yes. more casual. It's it's yeah. less. Um, I'm not going to use – I was going to say less formal than lunch, but, I mean, you can go out for lunch, not dress formally. But lunch or dinner yeah. is like a bit of a step up each time, really, as far as – Dinner, yeah. It yeah. is a step up. I mean, you, you're, you're dressing up, you're, you know, making an effort with your appearance, which you would anyway, generally speaking. But um, dinner is next level. Yeah. It's, it's more intimate. Um you know, it's a, it's a longer period of time, so and you're eating, and you don't want to spill food on yourself. There's more pressure. There's definitely more pressure than just sitting with someone having a coffee. That's that's easy. Um, well, for some, but for some people, it's not that easy. But mm. um, it ta- it's less pressure either way. Now, you mentioned when we spoke in person, you worked for a life coach, and they imparted some wisdom to you. Mm-hmm. I think you also admitted some of it took a little while to sink in. What's yes. some of those things? Because I, I was quite impressed. I thought it quite profound, your grasp of relationships. Just give mm. us some information about that. 
Yeah, well, background information. I yeah, I did work for a life coach uh, quite a few years ago. I had my own business for a while, and um, as an online marketing person, and I helped this person grow their business. I never actually met them face to face. It was all virtual and phone based and email. Um, but that's beside the point. So th- this woman, um, there's life coaches. And then there's life coaches. This woman had invested a lot of time and, and money in her own development and was charging, you know, thousands of dollars for her program. But they, but she was dealing with people that might have had traumatic experiences in their life or um, she helped people overcome things like eating disorders. So she wasn't – she was very um, – how do I explain it? It's not psychology, but it's – it's behavioural change. She mm. she would help people understand why they do the things they do and why they don't do the things they don't do. So, for example, if somebody says, oh, I really want to exercise and get fit, and then they go to Macca's drive-thru on the way home and they're like, oh, well, I'm never going to be fit, am I? I'm just going to eat Macca's and be fat forever. She, she can deal with that behaviour and she can under, she can help you to understand why you do that. Right. And I think that's kind of common for a lot of people to do that. Hey, I'm on a diet. Next minute, I'm eating all the chocolate. Yeah. You know. It's, my it's very day. normal. It's yeah. very human. Yeah. Very, We're all the same. I guess some yeah. people just want to treat themselves. Like, oh, I, had a, win. Oh, I had a win today. Or oh, I had a bad day. Yeah. <laughs> Either way, chocolate. Yeah. yeah. Either way. Yeah, I'm happy. Chocolate. I'm sad. Chocolate. Yeah. I'm angry. Chocolate. <laughs> yeah, or whatever. Alcohol. Whatever it is. And for people, for people that may not be a problem, but for some people it is a problem and they might feel guilty and go, oh, I'm so weak. I, I can't stick to a diet. And they, they start that internal self-talk of I'm a bad person. I'm a failure. I'll never be good at this. I'll always be fat. And then that, that leads to low self-worth and, and it affects your confidence and, you know, it starts to lead into, it can lead to other more serious issues, mental health issues and, destructive behaviour and relationships. So it's only a problem if it's actually – it only needs to be changed if it's a problem for that person. Mm. And they go, I I don't want to be like this. I want to change this behaviour. This life coach would would be able to step in and go, okay, well, let's let's explore it, what's actually going on. Um, Yeah, so she was fascinating to work for. I learned a lot from her. And the Mm. low esteem and lack of self-confidence, that can also come out in relationships as well. In people Very much. not having any standards, let alone a high standard. Yeah. Very, very much so. Very much so. Um, so some of the work that I did with her, obviously when I was working with her in a business relationship, she she said, well, if, you, if you're going to help me market my program, you need to do my program. So I actually did her, um, it was a seven-week intensive. Wow. And it is an intensive. Um there's a lot of – and you get some personal coaching as well with, with her, I think three, three one-on-one coaching sessions. But there was a – yeah, you go pretty deep in terms of how your brain works and um, beliefs and oh, it's very, very deep stuff. Um, so, yeah, I, I did do her program and um, discovered a few things about myself and I thought, oh, wow, they're really things that I would like to change. And I can see now I, I was a little overweight at the time and I could see why I was overweight. So I thought, you know what, I'm going to dive. I'm just going to dive deep into this and 
try and deal with some of these things that I'd like to change about myself. Mm, so you so definitely took advantage started, of that opportunity. Yeah, yeah. I did pay. I did pay for okay. it. <laughs> um, with Yeah, eventually. We, we worked out a financial agreement, but yeah. Um, yeah, because that was only fair. She's a she's a qualified person, so she paid for those things. Um, yeah, and that I guess that started my journey. I hate using that word journey. It, that started me on the road of personal development, um, of really looking at yourself and, and understanding. I started to develop an understanding of who I was and. At that point in time, I could see I wanted a relationship. I was single, but I could see I am not ready. No way I could present myself to a man as being emotionally capable of having a relationship because I knew there were some things I needed to, um, but I wanted to um, change. Mm. And I and I think getting a bit deep, but for me, it was the self worth, the confidence all that self-talk, the negative self-talk, I, I really didn't realise at the time how nasty I was to myself. Yeah, and, it, I, and I reckon a lot of people could relate to that. Yeah, you've got to learn to love yourself. Mm. And that's the first step. If you're going if to – if any relationship's going to work with another person, you first got to get things right with yourself. Just get another person and yeah. slap another over the top. It's just a Band-Aid solution. And then you'll keep yeah. you'll keep losing those relationships. It's just a it's just a vicious cycle. It's a vicious cycle, and and I see I do see other women who, who may not have they may not have had the opportunity to learn these things yet. Um, and I I can see their behaviour in that they're looking for someone to fix them. Oh, if I just find a nice man who loves me as I am. Um, I'll be okay, but they, but they never. It never is. The relationships generally don't go that well because the expectation is on the the man to yeah. fix them. He'll make me happy, um, or whatever. You know, the expectation is on the other person. The other to, person, yeah, because guys can be like that too. They just mm. there's guys who are always in a relationship. As soon as they break up, and it's like it's the end of the world, and then uh, the next week. There's a new woman in their life that they're, they're, they're and it could like fit in a, a square block in a round hole. They're just jamming in there yeah. and thinking that's what's gonna that's that's their identity is being in a relationship. And I think it goes yeah. it goes both ways. And it does. So yeah. you, you've you know you've had very clear understanding and thoughts on having a relationship on your terms, and mm-hmm. because. Um, something you also there was a word you mentioned about it was disruptive um, when we've had conversation before that relationships are disruptive mm. and yep and you've got to fit that into your life things change you do. yeah and, you do and I yeah go on yep so at what point would you introduce somebody you're dating to your kids or your family mm. yeah that's how long is a piece of string? That, yeah. That's um, a good question and something I'm still working out. But initially I thought, you know, my, I'm, a, I'm a solo parent. I have my kids full time. So initially my expectation would be soon, you know, quickly because I'm a package deal. Yeah. I come with the kids. Um, 
if, if someone wants to be part of my life, well, my kids are obviously a huge part of my life. But having, I did have an experience with a guy not too long ago where he basically handed me happily ever after on a silver platter and said, here I am. I will love you. I will give you everything you want. Um, I think we have an amazing future together. He was very, very charming and respectful. Yeah, it was almost like a fairy tale. And I went, oh, is this it? Is this, is this love? I don't know. Anyway, besides the point, he, he did want to sort of merge worlds quickly. But I wasn't sure and I thought, you know what, we don't know each other very well. I don't – I have so many questions. We've only known each other a very short period of time. It might have only been three weeks. Mm. Three weeks. I just laugh when I say that now. <laughs> um, but we, we – yeah, and, and I just thought, no, we, we can't meet children yet because I'm not sure about you and I'm not sure that I'm looking for a relationship with you. Um, we're just in those early stages of getting to know each other and it should be fun and it's, you know, a few adventures and laughter. It, that's what I'm looking for. But, yeah, it became very intense very quickly. So I thought to myself, no, kids, kids, you need to meet kids much later, that mm. for me, because kids get attached. You know, they love – you, you walk down the street. I was walking this morning at the beach and – three or four little kids will they stop and they wave and they go hi and they attach really they're so friendly and they're so innocent and children can get very attached so if you meet too early and you and it doesn't work out you're not only sort of your heart's broken their heart's broken but then you've got kids hearts that are broken and you know if you're introducing your, your partner to friends and parents and family members it, affect, it does affect everyone, and then they're, they're sad for you, and, oh, are you okay? Is he okay? And I don't know. I, I, I think you need to be pretty sure that there's a solid foundation before you're introducing kids mm. and family. Definitely. Mm. Are you using any other dating apps as well as Tinder? I, yes. I'm using Bumble and Hinge. Right. And how do you find Tinder. they compare to Tinder? They're, they're all very similar, very, very similar. I think um, – hmm. what, what are the – I know with, with Bumble, the onus is on the woman to uh, – after the match is made, the woman has to make the first – do the first message. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Did you – Which um, – yeah. hmm. what, what were you going to say? Go no, you were going to say yeah, something. Yeah, I was. I, I think that's not a huge issue for me because yeah. if 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 a guy sort of contacts me and says, "Hey, baby, how are you going?" You know, and it's eleven o'clock on a Friday night. Well, thanks. I know what he's after. <laughs> I'm not even going to engage in a conversation. So I I'm very yeah I'm pretty careful about the type of messaging I'll respond to in the time um, and yeah and the time and the yeah the circumstances, but. Yeah, Bumble, Bumble's interesting because women do initiate that contact, but it's a very hit and miss. I find a lot of guys don't respond wow. and you don't have to have a paid account. But, I, yeah, I find that interesting. I, I, there's more interaction on Tinder. The, the, so with, with Bumble, I'll also mention this, Sharon Stone was on Bumble 
She had to abstain from basic instinct. Yeah, she she got kicked off it in December by Bumble. They thought she was a fake profile. Um, <laughs> and it's actual Sharon It was Stone. actually her. Uh, on the basis of that, I signed up the Bumble. Not that it would let me stretch it all the way out to America to try and get a match with her <laughs> if she was going to head back there. But but here's an interesting thing with Bumble is after that initial match is made, you, the, the woman, has 24 hours to make contact with the guy. That's right, yeah. And then – then you respond, and then the guy has twenty four hours to respond. So I guess if yeah. if you're offline for a, like a day or so, you can completely miss those those connections. And then after that, yeah. like after that message and the response, and then then there's no time limit, and then it can go back and forth. Yeah, that's and, right. Yeah. And also, the the pro from what I remember, sign up the Tinder. Um, you can pretty much sign up and have like one image and I don't think it prompts you to have a anything filled out in the profile. I think mm. your, I think your your Tinder account goes live before you even have to fill out the profile, which is probably right is probably why there's such an issue with so many words lacking from profiles. So I've, I've particularly found yeah. with the women, there's so many women without filled out profiles. But now I've figured it out is because they create a profile and then within 15 minutes they're hit on by over 99 guys. Yeah. They don't have time yeah. to fill out their profile. Yeah, they don't and, have time and yeah. obviously they don't need to. So. Yes, yeah. yes, which yeah. is another – it's another downfall of, of the male species mm. is like I read the profiles. I do. Just the same as yeah. I also read the articles in Penthouse magazine. But anyway, that's another story. So, <laughs> but with Bumble, it actually you have to fill out the pro, part of the process. You've got to fill out yeah. the profile and prompts, and you also have to have up, I think, at least four images or three. I yeah, can't remember. You've got to put, it might be three or four, but yeah, there's got to be a few a few images. And, I and think, it won't let you go any further until you fill out some profile information. Yeah. Yeah. Which, yeah. And, which, and I like that. Um, I, I like Bumble. Yeah. I could be wrong, but I think they have to be photos of yourself. But, or I have not no I haven't really noticed if there's photos of landscapes or sea seascapes and mm. stuff. But yes, yeah, so the I've I've found on Bumble the um it also slows you down somewhat. Actually not as slow as, as Hinge, which yeah. has you have to fill out certain criteria there as well. Yeah. And I think you have to have at least six images on Hinge. At least but, six photos. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. Tinder, if you're a free account, you, you get like 100 right, right swipes and 100 left. Mm. That people, guys will use 100 like without having a break. Um, Bumble. Yeah. So I think so. I think Tinder, I could be wrong, Tinder you got 100 likes every 12 hours and it resets. With Bumble, right, okay. you get a hundred likes every twenty-four hours, and then it resets. It could be a right. it could be a rolling window. I'm not sure, but then on Hinge, you get eight likes per day, and it resets at four a.m. Mm. So that means you, as a guy using that, I would be very picky with who I'm liking. I mean, somebody right. could look absolutely stunning, but again. And when you do the like on Hinge, it's got to be on – it's not just a, a right swipe. You've got to like either one of their images or one of their their prompts, and then you've got to comment yeah. on it before you send the like. So you've actually got to think 
before you send yep. it. So I, when I've yeah. when I've used it, I've looked through, and if there's something I can say that's intelligent or funny or maybe both, then I'm then I'll mm-hmm. send it. But if I if I scroll through and I just see a lot of you know they could be quite attractive, but there's nothing mm. there for me to work with when it comes to the the statements they've made. I've gone no. Nah, I'm just going to flick you off. I'm going to go no just to that. Keep scrolling. Yeah, and yeah. because then I'll find the next person because I only have eight likes to give out in this. You've 20- only got eight. Yeah, I've only got eight. So I, I become very selective and very picky. Where Tinder's a bit of a meat market. It's just you know just swiping off to the right constantly. Yep, it's a free for all. Yeah, yeah. And it and it does. We talked about that before. It can become a little bit addictive. You're like, oh, I'm a bit bored, but yeah, it becomes a bit of a game. Tinder. Yep. Yeah. 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 I mean, yeah, t- it t- can. Tinder's like a, a big bag of lollies, really, and Hinge is like you, you're at a really fancy restaurant and you, you're looking through the menu <laughs> going, hmm, I really like the sound <laughs> of this, but, oh, the, the sauce on this one is just, oh, I'm going to pick, I'm going to go with that one. Yeah. Yeah. It's like when you're dining out with friends and you can't decide and <laughs> you, you're stuck between two dishes and your friend orders the one that you wanted to get, but you go, I'll go the other one. Yeah. And then you get yours and it's not that great no. and it looks amazing. Yeah, and you're disappointed. And you're disappointed. Yeah. I knew I should have gone with that one. <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's a different experiences. I found Hinge, definitely a different type of person on Hinge. Yep. I, I would, if I could use a word, I'd probably say more articulate men. Yeah. And, and they come across as more genuinely looking for a relationship. It could be um, because they're forced into thinking about their responses from the prompts. It could be a very clever tack from Hinge's point of view to make men look a lot smarter or more sophisticated than what they are and, and good on them. Mm. Um, yeah. But it's it, maybe it's educating the men to also be more selective on who they like as well. Yeah, yeah. Because if, if there's not a lot of information on a, on a Hinge profile, they're not going to get that like. You, you, there's got to no. be something there of sub For me, there's got to be yep. something there of substance yeah. So, like you said, that makes me go, "Yep, yeah, you're worth, you're worth that. Yep. You know, you're worth. I'd like to know more, so yep. I'm going to give you my like." Yeah, and I think it's Tinder. also moved men more into being as selective as what women are as well on that mm. platform. So, what were you going to say about Tinder? Yeah, Tinder, Tinder. I call it the Wild West. <laughs> it's anything goes, but I'm but I've come to like it, which is I was terrified of it when I first started. Absolutely terrified. Well, what am I doing here? I'm a lady. But no, Tinder, Tinder is funny. Yep. Um, I like it because I like how straight up people are on it. Yep. Generally speaking, I, I, I haven't come across anyone who's been completely manipulative and um, deceitful. People are pretty honest about, I'm looking for this. Yep. And, you, yeah, if you're looking for the same thing, great. And, yeah. If you're not, you just keep swiping. Yep. And have you so I, ever upgraded yep. to like Tinder uh, Gold? And there's one other one. I forget what it's called. Yeah. Have you ever upgraded? I've, no, not on Tinder. You you, you wouldn't I need have, to because you, no. you, you can get so many matches just by you responding. Um, with, I haven't needed to. Yeah. So yep. with, with Tinder Gold, um, I – Interesting, it's got a thing called Passport, so you can put your location anywhere in the world, actually. You can plant yourself right. in 
Tasmania in Hobart or Cape Town, South Africa. Um, mind you, I did because uh, I did upgrade for a month and I tried that. I got a lot of responses from South African women in Cape Town, let me tell you. But I've got a lot of oh, family really? over there as well. So I was like, I hope oh. you're not, I'm not related to you. Um, <laughs> I just, but yeah, I just did it. Like I, one night I just, mm. I did that and then when I woke up the next morning, that was probably the most likes I got. And that's, wow. that's the other thing too is when you do upgrade, you get to see who likes you without you having to like okay. them. So you can then go, ooh, have a, have a look at this. And and, um, and did you find that helpful, with I, being able to have a bit of a sticky beak at who's liking you? Yes, yes, I, I did. It, it definitely um, – there, there's a lot of benefits from upgrading your account. They also – you can have a boost, which boosts you for like mm-hmm. 30 minutes. But in that space of time, I think it puts you in front of wherever you're located. It puts you in front of – all the people who are on, and they suggest um, a Sunday evening is when mm. most. Well, I don't know about people in general, but definitely it was suggested that most women on a Sunday afternoon. That's when they're yeah. they're on there. Um, Interesting. Yeah. That so that, yeah, and I know why too. I would, all I can guess <laughs> <laughs> because they've probably had a date or two on the weekend, oh, right. and they're either yeah they haven't gone that well, and they're like well. You back to square one again. <laughs> what's back out there? Let me cast that that line back out there and see what's out there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There, yeah. So there's there are benefits. So I'm just trying to think what the other one was. Um, I have the paid for Bumble. I did upgrade to on Bumble. Yep, yeah, for which is that, similar. Yeah, premium. And I, I, and I think that just lets you see who's liked you. It gives you what they call a beeline. So, yeah, you can yep. see who's, who's like who's you. Who's your beeline, yep. Yep, yep. yep. And, it, and I thought it was more expensive than Tinder, but they do have other options. Like you can mm. you can do it for 24 hours. Yeah, yep. I think there's a week, there's 24 hours, there's a month. Um, there's a few little benefits. I, I thought it was worthwhile. I, I think it, it did. Uh, I felt it was valuable when I did when I did pay. Yeah, it, the quality of matches was better, I think, and more conversations were happening when I was a paid member. Hmm. Yep, and then Hinge. So, uh, oh, that, that's the other thing I was say about Tinder is when you upgrade to Tinder Gold is there's unlimited likes, so you don't just get like a uh, hundred okay. a day. You can just keep going. Just keep going, which is. Yeah. Um, there, there's a time waster for you. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> and, and you, you will exhaust your thirty or forty kilometer radius, and that's when you start playing around. You go, oh, let me do like one hundred and sixty because that's like one hundred and sixty kilometers. Yeah. that's a hundred miles in, in America, <laughs> and and then you can start putting your profile in other parts of the the country or other parts of the world. Um, yeah, so right. A, yeah, so you might start thinking, oh, well, I fly to Melbourne once every six months. I'll put Melbourne. Yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 he- I'm heading down to COVID Central and I'll see if I can pick up yeah. coronavirus. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, you know, I, I'm, I'm not saying that people do this or that I did, but I, I Googled the top 10 richest suburbs in um, Sydney and, um, and then you could do like a search for women between the ages of 55 and 65. 
Oh, in, yeah, because yeah. you know, if they I live in, tried that. if they live, well, you could do it with guys too. Because if they're living in the those rich suburbs, they obviously own their own home, and they're mm. and they're either widowed or or divorced. Yeah, you can find yep. your, find yourself Chances. a sugar daddy. A sugar daddy. Yeah. Chances are high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There you go. There's a <laughs> there's a tip, and I find myself a sugar mama. Let's what what's what's the suburb down in Sydney that you like? Monavale? We could be neighbours. Me? Yeah. We, we could be neighbours and I've got a sugar daddy. No, sorry. You've got a sugar daddy and I've got a sugar mama. <laughs> we can meet up and play oh, play no. tennis. Yeah, yeah. We can lunch. We can do lunch. Yeah, we can do lunch. Down in the eastern suburbs. Yeah, yeah. And talk about how long it takes until our prospective partners die and leave us millions of dollars. You've got to fight their cats. Like their cat oh, or their right. pet poodle for the yeah, yeah, the, the poodle, oh. the poodle for the <laughs> for the inheritance, or you get you get written into the into the will that you've got to look after the the poodle for the rest of its yeah, life. The poodle, oh mm. man, okay, Desperate time. Desperate time. <laughs> I really enjoyed this chat with you. This is fantastic. We've actually been talking for one hour and one minute. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. That 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 should get me a second coffee date. Yeah. All right. Um, uh, chances are high. Chances yeah, are high. Excellent. Excellent. All right. So we'll <laughs> we'll we'll sign off now. And thank you very much. Okay. I'm, I'm even gonna I'm gonna try this. Bring the music in. Very sexy sound of music there. Okay. Thank you, Mel. <laughs> and thank you. That's for, all right. For joining us at Tea for Two. Fun talking to you. Okay. Bye. Bye. Oh, cut off too soon. That's Mel's story, and that's what journey. What's the journey been like for the rest of you? Do you have a Tinder story? Has it been as ex an excellent adventure or a series of bad experiences, or a mixture of the two? Email me at Tinder T for two at gmail.com and give me a brief overview of what you've encountered. And also, and this is important, send me screenshots of all the photos and your profile bio. So I'm not going to post that anywhere. I just want to see what you're saying to the public. And for our listeners, you can subscribe to the podcast for our page on www.anchor.fm slash T for 2 and also like us on Facebook. <laughs>